You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com, all the way in Chicago now. I've been traveling around with Megan. We've been in Nashville, Tulum, Austin, and now we're in Chicago for a year. My my old stomping grounds, the place where I, I grew up, the place where I was for many years in my 30s. And now we're back and happy to be back. But what I'm most excited about is a new live show that I'm doing on YouTube. I'm only going to talk about this for a minute because I know that these podcasts are evergreen. But if you're listening to this in real time, which I know many of you are, I'm going to be doing a new type of live show. So a live show where I'll have several women on and we'll be talking about dating, sex, relationships. We'll be getting their experiences and their thoughts on what dating is like in 2023. And I'm really excited because this is the first type of live show I've ever done. If you watch me on YouTube, you know that I I do live shows like you're about to hear today, the 10 commandments to 10 extra dates, but I do, do live shows solo. But starting on June 19th, and then I have a show that day and then the 21st. So Mondays and Wednesdays starting June 19th at 8 p.m. Central over on YouTube. You can watch me have fun conversations with some women here who are in Chicago, as opposed to, again, the type of live that you're about to hear, which I still love doing and I still hope to do. You know, I did a uh, live last week where, again, I talked about the 10 commandments, which you're going to hear now, and each of these commandments are so powerful, so great. I'm so glad I get to share with you on the podcast, but I wanted to take a, a new direction with the live show. And what's cool is I'm going to put those audios here on the podcast as well. So you're going to hear those too, but don't worry. You're still going to get the solo episodes of me giving you the best advice, even though I might not be doing that on, on those lives. So you're going to be learning a lot though on those lives because you're going to get an idea of what's going on in the, in the minds of women in in 2023 and the craziness that's going on with dating because everything's changed from online dating. It's made everything just upside down, if you ask me. But that doesn't mean we can't improve. In fact, you're going to learn how to improve today. The 10 commandments, the 10x your dates. I actually ended up writing more than that. So I, I'm calling it the 10 commandments, but there's 11. 11 things that you're going to learn that are going to help you with getting more dates. That's the whole point. These are the 11 things that if you do them in the next month, you're going to get better results than you're getting now. Like, insane better results than you're getting now, especially if you're not doing any of these 11 things. So listen up, take notes. This is a live that I did from just last week. And don't forget, tune in to the new lives that I'm doing on YouTube. And if you don't want to tune in, but you still want to listen again, they'll be on the podcast. So that's fine too. But it's fun to to come on live and you'll be able to chat and you'll be able to leave comments and, and things like that as we're doing the live show. So let's get into this live show, 10 Commandments, 10xing your dates. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's get into it. Now, this is in no specific order. Again, we're talking about the 10 Commandments to 10x your dates. 10 things that if you do, either 
in the next week or next four to six weeks, you're going to get 10x more results. I've been teaching this stuff for a long time, so it wasn't hard for me to put these 10 commandments together. I teach a lot of this stuff separately, but you know, putting it all together, I feel like is going to be a nice guide for you. So definitely take notes. And of course, per usual, if you need more help, and if at this point, even doing this by yourself, you've been trying or it just seems overwhelming for you, there's always the option to get coaching. TripAdviceCoaching.com. If you go to that page, you'll watch a short video that's going to teach you how we get guys insane results. You'll see testimonials on that page from real people who have gotten real results through our coaching program. Just in the past week, I've had two former clients reach out telling me that they're getting engaged and they are super, super pumped about that as they should be, right? So that is just a fraction of the amount of guys that we've been able to help. We get results for them every single week because we are dialed in to make sure you get results. You get your own one-on-one coach. So if you go to tripadvicecoaching.com, you can book a call with my team and we'll speak to you and help guide you to see if coaching is something that can help you. And if not, then we can always part ways. So check that out, tripadvicecoaching.com. All right, let's get into it. 10 commandments, 10 commandments to 10 extra dates. Again, no specific order. Number one, you should always be looking to start conversations with everyone and anyone all the time. I remember when I was first learning how to meet women, and when I was learning how to get better, I would be hanging out with other guys around me who were also trying to get better at meeting women. And as we started to get better, we were thinking of like, what would be the number one tip? What would be like the first thing that we would tell a noob who was getting into this to get that person fast results? And everyone pretty much said, just have them be talking to people all the time. Always be talking, always starting conversations with strangers on a train, on a bus, when you're out of the bar, talk to whoever, talk to the bouncer, talk to the bartender, getting used to talking to strangers and starting conversations is going to be the biggest game changer. Maybe that is why that was the first thing I put on this list, even though I said it's in, in no specific order. But if you get used to talking all the time and starting conversations with people all the time, it's going to be like second nature, second nature to be starting conversations. When you finally do see that girl that you want to talk to, how easy is it going to be? Because you already know what it's like to start the conversation. So you should be always talking. And by the way, it's, this is not just about talking to strangers. Like you should talk to girls that you're attracted to as well. That's the point, but it's not just talking to women that you're only attracted to. I remember about nine years ago, or maybe even longer, 10, 11 years ago, when I would be taking guys out, and we still provide that service, by the way, we take guys out in boot camps, we, we help them approach women. But when I was solely doing that, because I didn't do virtual coaching 10 years ago, I was only taking guys out and doing these boot camps. I remember that some guys only 
wanted to talk to the girls they found attractive. And it's funny because some of them, they would almost convince me, like they'd make good points. Like, Trip, it's not approaching anxiety. I just want to talk to the girls that I think are cute because if I'm talking to a girl that I don't think is cute, I'm just not going to want to be there. I'm not going to be having a good time. And sometimes I'd be like, okay, I guess. But then what would happen is we'd be walking around, there'd be women everywhere. And my client at the time wouldn't be approaching, wouldn't be talking to anyone. So I'd be like, okay, man, listen, you really want to walk around for three hours and talk to a girl an hour? Like, is that really going to do something for you? Of course, I knew the answer to this question, but I'm trying to help them understand, like, do you really think this is going to get you better? The answer is no, it's not. You need to be having conversations with everyone because you need that practice. If you go out and you say, I'm only going to talk to women I, I find super attractive, that's it. I'm only going to talk to those women. You're going to be talking to barely anybody. And then you're not going to get practice with talking to women, with, with flirting, with, with most importantly, with feeling comfortable talking to a woman that you find attractive. Because as men, we go through that issue, don't we? It's hard for us to talk to women we find attractive. Our heart starts to beat like crazy. Our palms get sweaty. We're freaking out. You get intense anxiety. So if you're going to just focus on a few women at a time, it's just going to be a very long process for you. So that's why the first one I have here is always be starting conversations all the time, no matter where you are. By the way, this is not just dating advice. This one is like life advice because you never know who you're going to talk to, who might be a new friend, who might be someone that you can add to your network. You never know what kind of connection you can make. If your mindset is always, I'm going to be starting conversations all the time, whenever I can. So think about that. So that's number one. Okay. Again, no specific order because all these are equally important. Number two, again, we're talking about the 10 commandments to 10 X your dates to get more dates, right? That's the point here. Number two is always asking them out, not the strangers, but the women that you get in the conversation with that you like. This might sound obvious. Well, like, duh, of course I'm going to do that. I want to do that. This is, I I thought it was obvious too. I never actually for a long time gave that advice because I thought that would be so obvious. But I've learned over time, coaching thousands of guys that, you know, when I'm coaching them and they're doing their homework for the week when we're doing the virtual coaching program, they'll be talking to girls. They'll record. I'll have them audio record their approaches. So they do this like hidden audio recording. And I'm like, dude, why didn't you ask her out? They're like, oh, I don't know. I forgot. I was, I, I just, I wasn't thinking about it. And I was like, oh my God, dude, she probably would have given you her number. You just didn't ask her out. You just walked away, even though you were talking for a couple minutes. And I get it. A lot of guys won't do it because you're afraid of rejection, which we're going to be getting into that in a little bit. You got to have that on your brain. The whole point here is if you're going to be going and talking to women, obviously, well, also, let me actually rephrase that. This should be online as well. A lot of guys won't do this online too. And we can even take this point further. 
I will have guys that will go out and get numbers. And then they get the girl's number and they text them. And even then they don't ask the girl on a date. I have a video that I put out on this channel from 2014. It's like this five minute clip. I'm in this gray suit. And the whole video is about me talking about how guys will send me their entire dialogue with women over text and screenshots. They'll be like, I don't know what I did wrong. And then I'm I'm scrolling through and looking. I'm like, dude, you're just talking all day. Why didn't you ask her out? Again, a lot of it has to do with you having that fear of rejection, not wanting to push boundaries, whatever it is. You got to have that on your mind all the time. That's what we're doing. The whole point here is to ask them out. So we're either asking them out to get their number to then actually go on a date with them, or we get their number to then eventually be on a date with them. That's the whole point. I feel like if we just did these two commandments, like that would be huge. Like I could stop right now. And if you just did the first two things, that would probably already 10 X your dates. Of course, we're not going to stop there. I got a ton more, but I don't know. I think probably that's why I put those two first, even though I keep on saying this is in no specific order, but those two obviously came to my, to my mind first So something to think about there. Okay, number three, know your non-negotiables. Okay, so what does this mean? You might've heard me say this from time to time here on the channel, talking about non-negotiables. And the non-negotiables are the three things, again, it's three non-negotiables, the three things that you're looking for when you are trying to find a girl that you like. Now you might ask, what does this have to do with getting more dates? Well, if you know your non-negotiables, if you know what kind of woman you're looking for, or even if you're not looking for a relationship and you just want casual hookups, even that in itself is a non-negotiable. So if you know what you're looking for, then you'll be able to reject more women, which will then in turn give you more opportunities with other women, right? Again, non-negotiables have to be there so you know who you should be continuously dating and not. We want to be rejecting women. You should be doing it probably more often than not. Of course, you might get rejected too, or you go on a first date, second date, they might not want to see you again, but that's kind of what dating and courtship is. It's just a bunch of people rejecting each other most of the time. It's just the the numbers game of it all. Sometimes you might sleep with her. Sometimes you may get you may get the third, fourth date, but you only end up sleeping with so many women. And you only end up in so many relationships with women. And you're only going to get married, if anything, hopefully not more than once, but a couple of times, right? So it's like, there's only, the numbers are really small when we talk about a conversion. Dates, sex, relationships, marriage. And that number keeps getting smaller as you go down that funnel, so to speak. So what does that mean? That means that all the other women, you're rejecting them or they're rejecting you. Uh, harsh word, but I don't know. That's that's the, the way to, to put it really, right? And so, if we know 
are non-negotiables, if we know what we're looking for, we can get more dates because we're going to spend more time on more dates with more women because the other ones are not the match. Remember that when you're seeking a woman that you're interested in, let's say this for specifically for a relationship, just remember, this is like a side note here, the sex that you have with her and her attractiveness is not her worth, okay? A lot of guys mess this up. Is you will be so head over heels with a woman because the intimacy is awesome. She's super hot, super attractive. And then you look over everything, like all the real important things. So if you're just focused on some of those things, and by the way, I'm not saying you shouldn't be focused on that. Obviously, I want you to be with a woman who you love spending time with intimately. You find yourself super attracted to that woman. That stuff is important. What I'm saying is don't only focus on that. If you do, then you're going to be in trouble because you're not going to be paying attention to the other non-negotiables and you might end up with the wrong woman. So that's like a, just a sub point to number three. Okay. Number four, this is a little bit connected to the second one. Don't be afraid to get rejected or to lose a woman. Okay. So again, I said, this is kind of connected to number two, because in order for you to ask a woman out, in order for you to continuously ask women out that you're meeting or that you're meeting online, wherever it may be, you gotta go for it. And so in order to go for it, we have to look over the rejection piece. We can't be afraid to get rejected. And if you don't try to move things forward, if you don't ask her out, you end up potentially in the friend zone. That's how a lot of guys end up in the friend zone is they spend a lot of time with a woman that they like. And then they just end up friend zoned because they don't go for it. They don't ask her out. They don't take that extra step, which again, I'm saying here is, well, I said, don't be afraid to get rejected. I can even restate this a little bit. I can just say, just get rejected. It's part of it. If you go into this, trying to avoid rejection, trying to succeed with every woman, you have a very fragile ego. If that is getting in the way here, this is going to be a very slow process for you. Really, this is not just about the 10 commandments to 10 extra dates. I can even add in, this is about doing this at speed, at an efficient rate. Okay. And yes, Mike Denver is right. Hitting the like button is proven to increase your dates by 10 X. So if this has been helping hit the like button right now, smash it. If anything I've said so far is resonating with you and is helping you. All right. Number five, High-res photos on dating apps. We're talking about the now 11 commandments to increase the number of dates you're going to get. And this is my, you know, if I, I had to throw one in there about online dating, although asking them out is also 
the second commandment is also part of online dating as well. Remember, we're not going to just sit there and message a girl on any app over and over and over. We have to ask them out eventually. I'm all for the three message rule is asking them out in three messages. Because let's be honest, they know by three messages if they want to meet you. And anyone who doesn't is probably wasting your time. So anyway, fifth commandment is high-res photos. You know, I say a lot here is get professional photos, get professional photos. What I'm really trying to say is get high-res photos. If your buddy takes a few pictures on their Android or iPhone, which I know everyone has, and both take amazing photos, then you're good to go. Now, if you want to go the professional route, it's more guaranteed that you are going to get really good photos and they're going to be framed correctly and lit correctly and all of that. But we might all have a buddy who can take a good photo of us with the right lighting, say sundown outside where you get that little glow golden hours, they call it. So the more high res your photos are, the more clear the picture is going to be and the better you're going to look. The more blurry and bad lit they are, the worse it is. I remember a client of mine who was actually a pretty good looking guy and he showed me his photos and it was so funny. He's like, dude, my photos are great. These are great photos. I was like, okay, let's see them. And he showed them to me. They were terrible. One of them was this like weird angled self, like emo selfie, like with the, with the, with the mirror that was like kind of sitting up against his wall, showed like half of his place and you couldn't really tell what he looked like trying to be artistic. Other ones were just regular selfies. And I said, listen, man, these don't really depict what you look like. And that's probably why you're not getting a lot of matches. And he said, listen, I hired you for a reason. Just whatever you think I got to do, we got to do. I said, okay, great. We're going to hire a photographer and you're going to do a session in an afternoon and you're going to put up the photos. I'm going to help you pick them out. He did the photos and what do you know? I, I mean, it was, it was insane how many matches he got. A guy who looked the exact same, a little minor haircut he got, but he looked the exact same. And he just got better photos, high-res photos. And he had so many matches, he was overwhelmed. So don't underestimate the power of the most important thing on the dating app, which is your photos. High res. All right, let's move on. Number six, don't be afraid to say something controversial or opinionated. This is the antidote to the nice guy. The nice guy, who I've talked about quite a bit on the channel, is the guy who is way too afraid to share his opinions, or he really is afraid to be, to be heard. He's a little bit more soft-spoken. He's super agreeable. 
He's a little bit of a chameleon. He just kind of adapts to the situation. Doesn't want to stick out too much. Wants to just kind of get along with everyone he talks to, especially the woman. And the problem with that is the chameleon, they just blend in. So when you blend in, are you getting noticed? Not too much. And the woman, if she doesn't notice you, you don't stick out, she's going to be bored. And she's not going to be too interested in wanting to see you again. And that's all because you were afraid to speak up on your opinions, on things that you think might rock the boat. When I know this is counterintuitive, but some of those things, those are the things that really spike emotion when you're talking to somebody. That is why anyone who you've seen in politics or anyone who you've seen on the internet who is a super polarizing person, they have a lot of people that hate them, but they also have a lot of people that love them. And those are the people that have really the most attention. Those are the ones that stick out. So when you're having conversations, when you're on dates, don't be afraid to say something you might think is stupid. And I know that sounds crazy like, yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. It's a risk. By all means, it is a risk. You might say something that might offend somebody. You might say something that might turn someone off. But you know what? Better to do that and to be true to who you are than be this chameleon who just blends in, tries to be like everybody else. That's the worst thing you can do. Now, remember, this is advice for dating. Some of this stuff might not work when it comes to like business or things with coworkers, networking. This is a little bit different. There's more room for, this is a good thing. There's more room for error when you're meeting women. Like, okay, so you said something stupid. You made someone upset. I don't know. The girl doesn't like you. Cool. You get rejected. Big deal. Better than the other way around. I'd rather get rejected for saying something stupid and crazy and out there than getting rejected for her just having no care for me or even seeing me at all and being completely invisible. I want that to be your mindset. The mindset of, you know what? I'd rather get full on rejected for something that I did rather than something that I didn't do. So think about that. This is one of those mindsets that I want you to take with you when you're talking to women, when you're going on dates. Here's the thing though, be careful with this in the sense where don't just do this because you're going to do it. Like, okay, I got to, I got to like, like you're looking, you're looking for it in the conversation. You're looking for controversy. You're looking to say something. That's kind of the opposite of what I'm trying to do here. I still want you to to kind of be you. You know, like the worst advice in dating is like, I just be yourself. Um, this is the practical version of that, by the way. So why that just be yourself is, is bad advice is because no one knows what to do with that. But here's what you do with it. You uncensor yourself. That is the true way of how to be yourself. Because let's be honest, we all have opinions. We all have things we want to say. We hold a lot of it in. 
because we're nervous, because we don't want to get judged. Let's change that. Let's be seen. Let's take risks. As they say, high risk, high reward. Low risk, low reward. Which camp do you want to be in? Okay. Sarek says, I don't fully understand. Okay, but now he gets it. Great. You know, listen, it's your opinions, the things that you care about, the things that are on your mind, the things that you believe in, right? It's all of those things put together that if she says something, if she's like, oh, you know, I really like, um, you know, I really like uh, romantic comedies. I don't know. She says that on a date. You could say, oh, look, which ones? And she goes, oh, I loved Sweet Home Alabama. And, you're, and you saw that movie and you hated it. Say that. I mean, you don't have to be a dick about it, but just say it. Like, oh man, come on. You love that movie? That movie was lame. As opposed to, oh yeah, I saw the movie. It was like, oh, that was an interesting one. That was cool. That was good. Right? That's just an example. But anything across the board. Number seven. This is a big one. Big one. I don't talk about this enough. Get more hobbies and stay busy. What will that do for you? How does that how is that going to help you get more dates? Well, actually a few ways. One, if you specifically get into more hobbies, you could meet women that way. That's not the reason though why I put this as, as a commandment. The reason why I have get more hobbies, such as a winter hobby, a summer hobby, and a year-round hobby, is it keeps you busy. So you have more things going on in your life besides work. But also hobbies is a great way to make friends. So maybe you have some friends you do some hobbies with, some friends you just kind of hang out with, and then you got your work, put it all together. You're going to be a generally pretty busy dude. Why is that important? Because when you're busy, when you're doing things, when you have more of a robust life, this is going to prevent neediness, right? And so what does that do? That ups attraction. So when you're not needy all the time and you're not texting them all the time and responding all the time, they're going to get more attracted to you. Women are attracted to men who are busy, who stay busy, who are on a mission, a path, a purpose, and that includes hobbies. You probably already have a job. And if you don't, obviously you should be working on that. But if you don't have, if you don't, if you already have a job, you may or may not have hobbies. You need to be doing more of that. So you don't, so here's the thing. So we don't rely on the willpower. We don't rely on willpower alone to be like, okay, I'm not going to text her. I'm not going to text her. I'm not going to text her. Even though you're sitting there watching Netflix and you're like, okay, but I really want to text her. I want to get into a lot of text message conversations with her. I'm working with a client right now. He's like, yeah, I text her a lot. We text a lot. And I'm like, oh, you ask her out? He's like, yeah, I asked her out. What'd she say? Well, she, she was kind of busy. I was like, how long have you been texting her for? So well, I've been texting her for like a couple months now. And I'm like, what? She's never, she's never been able to meet up once? No, she's always busy. And I'm like, guess who's not busy? You. And all this texting that you're doing, she... I'll tell you what, she clearly likes it, but not enough to make time for you. Let me tell you something right now, guys. Let me tell you right now, women are never too busy 
to go on a date. If they are too busy and they actually like you, they will make time to see you. They will make the time. Otherwise, women are not just like busy. They're just not interested in you for whatever reasons. But trust me, women want to be with you if they find themselves attracted and invested in you. It's insanely rare that they are in their logical brains of like, no, I need to focus on work and do this thing. I'm busy. When a guy comes around that she really digs. Because let me tell you, if she's really that busy, then you've never heard of her because she's not going on dates. She's not online dating. She's not giving her number away. If a woman is truly busy, you won't even know it because you'll have no contact with her. You won't even meet her. Danny says she likes it because it boosts their ego. Yeah, they like the attention. That's right. They like the attention. So they will, they'll text you all day. I don't know. This Have you ever had that? I mean, listen, I'm guilty too. I've had this too. Where I know I'm not going to, it's not the right thing to do, but I'll admit I, I've, I've done it. You're texting a girl, you're responding. Maybe not right away, but you like don't want to reject them, but you kind of like the attention. It kind of boosts your ego and you kind of respond back, but you never have any real plan to ask them out, but you're still super responsive. I mean, I get it. It's not the right move, but let's also, you know, let's not play victim here. We're not going to blame them for this. You are in this as much as they are because you continue to stick around even though they don't want to meet with you. And that's worse than anything. Let's use the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio filter. Leo meets a woman. You think she's going to be too busy for Leo? What are the chances of that? Probably slim to none. She'll probably meet up with him as fast as humanly possible. He could probably say, let's meet up in 30 minutes. She would drop everything. She would ditch work to be there. I know this is an extreme example. I know we're all, we're all not Leonardo DiCaprio's, but it just goes to show you when she likes you, she'll make the time. Okay. Maybe she won't literally leave work. She will for Leo, maybe not for you, but at least she'll meet up with you on a date sooner than later. If she really likes you. So you have to think about that level. Sirach 40, you said, I'm dying internally. I work all the time and don't have any social time to find a woman. This comes down to priorities then. If you're, if you're not making time to do it, it's not a priority. So you can't complain. All right. And that was number seven. We're talking about staying busy. Get more hobbies, stay busy. This will prevent neediness and it will also up the attraction level. Okay, number eight. Number eight, volume, volume, volume. Now I know in number one, I said, always be starting conversations. So I know that that's kind of connected to it, but this is a little bit different. It's not just about always starting conversations. It's also about volume and the time that you're putting into it, right? If you don't leave your house ever, well, then how are you going to be even starting conversations? You need reasons to be going out, to be doing things. You need to be downloading some dating apps, right? So we need that volume. We need to be making time to meet women in as many various ways as possible. By the way, you don't have to do this. 
you don't have to do any of the things I'm saying. What I'm laying out for you here is the golden path where if you do follow these, which was once 10, now 11 commandments, if you do follow these, it will get you more dates. So I know, I know there's some people here who, who are saying, oh, I don't have time and I work. Okay, that's fine. Just understand the reality of it. Like if you're not going to do the things that I'm telling you here, you're, you're not going to see an increase of dates. You're not going to see your dating life change for the better. You might already know this, by the way. You might be going through and, and listening, listening to what I'm saying here and going, okay, yeah, that one makes sense. Yeah, that one makes sense. I'm not doing that. Okay. So you can do anything you want and spend the time that you want to do it. But just know that these are the hacks. These are the ways to get there faster. So back to what I was saying, volume, 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 all various ways of meeting women. Cold approach, online dating, social circle, networking, don't meet the women at work, but all the aforementioned if we put this in place in your life, if we place these in your schedule, combine that with commandment number one, which was always be starting conversations. Now we're really getting somewhere. So you need to be, if you want to be getting more opportunities, putting in that volume. We are men. We are at default scarcity. We don't have women chasing us unless you are someone of very high status. Otherwise, you're not getting women DMing you and you're not getting a ton of matches all the time or women approaching you on the street. That is the reality of being a man, especially in 2023. So what can we do? We can put in the actions that we need to take to make it happen. So it all depends on how bad you want it. Also, I know you're, you're working and you're tired and all this, you know, there's lots of excuses, but what else are you going to do, man? You're going to go home You're going to watch something on TV. That's going to be entertaining for those moments. And then by the tomorrow, you'll forget all about it. You'll scroll on TikTok and Instagram You'll be doing all these real nonsense activities that mean nothing in your life. Or you can spend that time, even though you might be a little bit tired, doing something that's going to make you more productive and, and create a more fruitful life. So that's how I can encourage you, hopefully, to get in all that volume. Here's what we're going to do. Number nine is about your outer qualities. This could have been a whole separate list. Maybe I should do this one day. I've talked about this stuff before. I mean, you can spend, I mean, hundreds of hours speaking about what I'm about to tell you, but I want this to be simplified and I want these 11 commandments to be something that you can do within a time frame of three, four to six weeks in total. So number nine is spending 10 days dedicated to outer qualities. 
whenever, and this can be whenever you want. You can start tomorrow if you want to. You can start today. And 10 days is, is also even more time than you probably need. You could probably knock this out in even less. But to make it easier for you, you can spend 10 days dedicated to outer qualities. Outer qualities being your appearance. So finding the right place to get a haircut, finding the right place or right information to trim your beard, finding the right information or hiring the right person to help you with style, getting hygiene in order, hiring and researching whoever you need to to get the right things done for outer qualities. Obviously, there's a lot of different... You could do this all yourself. I mean, if you, if you wanted to go to the full extreme, you could literally do... You can give yourself your own haircut if you wanted to. I mean, there's a whole spectrum of doing this all yourself or on the far end of the other spectrum is hiring someone to do it all. So what do I mean? I mean, you can even go as far as... Do you want to get Botox? Do you want to, how many, how much, how many hours can you spend even researching the right moisturizers and creams and, and face, face, uh, facial care, getting and going to a place to get a facial, working on your style, hiring someone to help you pick out the right clothes for you. Again, you can do this all yourself and you can, by the way, you can do all this stuff in 10 days, whether you hire someone or not. But the point is, is that I feel like we might take too long to do things if we don't put some deadlines on it. So that's why I think it's really important specifically for this one, because there's a lot of little things to do, you know, with a lot of things with, okay, researching style and getting a haircut and getting the right beard trim and getting your hygiene in order, going to a dentist, fixing the things you need to for your teeth, orthodontist, all that stuff. Like I know it might, might not happen in 10 days, I know you might not get all of it done in specifically in 10 days, but what you can do is you can at least get it done, like set the appointments, set when you're going to be going and doing these things, doing all the research, getting it in order, but you give yourself 10 days so it can just be done. Now you can spend, you can literally spend a lifetime optimizing all this stuff and more power to you. I'm always researching all this stuff all the time and trying to get better with outer qualities. But for the purposes of efficiency and getting faster results so we can 10x dates, why not do this in a faster time period? So that's why this one specifically has a time constraint on it. Seven to 10 days, get what you need to get in order to look your best the best way you can. Okay. Number 10, destroying the main limiting beliefs. We all have limiting beliefs. I've done a few uh, live episodes, I believe, at least one. And I've done some videos on talking about limiting beliefs. I'm going to give you just a few right now that I feel are the most common. First one is it's all about looks. That's a very common one. I hear it a lot. I see the comments. People are very, very loud on the internet when they say it's about looks, money, and status. And again, you know what? You can go ahead and believe that. And if you feel that it is, and you want to play victim and you feel, well, I can't, if it just looks money and status and I can't control it, well, 
I don't know. There's nothing I can tell you. Then I guess you're doomed. Yep. You got to be six feet tall and you got to make a lot of money and you got to have status. That's fine. Those things absolutely help, of course, but it's a limiting belief that that's all you need. I work with guys who are not tall, who are balding, who are not traditionally good looking. And we've been able to, in our coaching program, completely 180 them and get them to a point where they are overwhelmed with dates. How do we do that? Well, that's going to be commandment 11. So stay tuned for that one. But just know that that is a limiting belief. That is a belief that is holding you back. If you just continue to think that it's only about that, well, then it only will be about that and you're not going to get anything. But what I try to preach over here is it's not just about looks or behavior or how much money you make. It's about everything. The reality is it's about all of it. You want, obviously you want all of it. The good news is if you do it correctly, you don't need every single one to be hitting at crazy levels. You do not need to get results in your dating life and have to be over six feet tall, makes make over six figures and all of that. All right, next limiting belief. Remember, we're on commandment number 10. We're talking about destroying the main limiting beliefs. This is a big one. Thinking that the girl that you like or that you're with is a special snowflake. I know that all the romantic comedies that you've ever seen and whatever you've, you've discussed with your mom and your, your girl friends, you've heard about, you know, don't let her go. The one, the one special one. Now I'll say this in reality, there are going to be just a few women out there. When I say a few, I don't mean like one or two, you know, I don't know, 50, a hundred, they'll be out there and they will be a really good match for you. I totally understand that when you find a good match, it's, it's, it's rare, but please guys don't get caught up in the no, but there's, you, and I hear this all the time and I'm quoting guys that, that I've been hearing for years, but no, you don't understand trip trip. There's something special about this one. Like this, this one, there's no one like her. You're right. There is no one like her. But if something's going on in the sense where she's not liking you back, she's not giving you the time of day, she's doing things that are making you chase her and you're just chasing, chasing because your mindset, your limiting belief is this girl is really special. You're going to be in big trouble because as much as it is rare and I don't even, you know, I'm going to take back a little bit what I said. I don't even like rare. Maybe we can say like medium rare, you know, there are plenty of women out there who you can be a good match with. So don't look at any specific one as the unique snowflake. Like all women are completely different. They're not. They're not. Okay, don't get caught up in that limiting belief or you're going to be in big trouble. You're going to get your heart broken. You're going to be chasing. It's going to be a... a Bad, bad day, bad month, and hopefully not a bad year if you keep on chasing that one girl who's really not that interested just because you think she's a little bit more special. Next limiting belief, again, we're in commandment 10 talking about destroying the main limiting beliefs to help you with getting more dates. 
is is the the most common one I'd say, which is I'm a loser or some form of that. Maybe you don't even call yourself that, but you think that in other terms, that you're not good enough. You're not the person that she wants. All these just real negative thoughts, real terrible things that you think about yourself. I heard someone say once, if you ever really gather an awareness of the things that you say to yourself, like if you, if you really listen in on your thoughts of the negative shit that you say to yourself. And then you ask yourself, would you ever say that to a friend? Like, think about that. All the negative things you say to yourself. Imagine saying that to a friend. Dude, you'll never get that girl. Can you imagine saying that to your friend? Like not joking around, like being dead serious. Like, dude, you're never going to get that girl. You're, you're not confident enough. You're a loser. That's not even a friend. That's an enemy at that point. That's terrible. So if you're not going to say those things to your friends, why would you say those things to yourself? Like the most important relationship in your entire world is not your, your future girlfriend or wife. It's not your friends, not your parents either. It's not your siblings. It's with you. That is the most important relationship because if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, everything is screwed and you won't be able to have good relationships with other people. One of the reasons why there's some people out there who can't maintain relationships in in any sense, friendships, uh, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, marriages, it's mainly because they have a shitty relationship with with their own self, deep psychological issues that they don't have taken care of. And if we continue to act this way towards ourself, calling ourselves names, limiting ourselves, saying we can't do it, it just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The minute you call yourself a loser, you literally are one. That's the problem. Now, I know I'm not going to just you know, speak in a, bunch of, in a bunch of positive psychology right now where it's like, oh, call yourself a winner. Well, I, I do. I, I, calling yourself a winner doesn't really make you a winner either. Make, it's kind of a lie as well, but that doesn't mean you're a loser. So we really just have to do the things that we need to do to build our self-esteem, right? Self-esteem might start with your mindset, but then it becomes something that becomes a, a habit and a practice. You start to build that. But we need to destroy that limiting belief once and for all. That's a big one. All right. Last, certainly not least. And if you want to throw in a couple of questions now, you guys can, and I'll hit you with some, I'll hit some questions in just a bit. But uh, number 11, learn the principles of attraction. Last, but certainly, certainly not least, you need to learn the formula for attraction. My formula that I've been talking about for years, the TED formula, building tension, flirting, entertainment, dominance. We understand that formula and then it just ties all this together because you get more opportunities with more women and then you end up converting more to more dates, to second dates, third dates, more women want to sleep with you, more women want to be hooked on you and and be your girlfriend. So you need to understand those elements. I'm not going to go into all these right now. I do have coaching that 
can help with that. We teach the TED formula in the coaching program. Link is on the screen to book a call with my team to learn more about that. I have my course hooked, getterhook.com, 10 hour course teaches everything about that. And I have several videos here on the YouTube channel, but it still has to be mentioned. The bonus commandment, the 11th commandment, because that is, like I said, it, it ties everything together. Like a nice rug in a room, it ties everything together. So you need to understand how attraction works, how to build attraction. And it comes down to Ted, tension, just flirting in a sense, building tension, emotional spikes, entertainment, having an entertaining and engaging conversation and dominance, which is leading the interaction. And once you do all those three things and the interactions that you have with all these women, with all the volume that you're doing, with, uh, with all the conversations that you're starting, all that is going to increase the initial dates that you get or initial meetings to more dates and so on and so forth. And those are the 11 commandments, my friends. All right, I'll answer a couple quick questions. What do we got here? How can I leverage our friendship to have more meetups with her friends? You, you and your friends, have them come out to, so you and your friends, you're going to invite her and her friends to come out with you. That's how you're going to meet more of her friends. Is it okay to shake hands with a girl you just approached or is that too much of a friend vibe? No, you can, you can shake her hand. That's fine. I have a video. If you, if you, if you go to my main channel, which you're on right now, you're on the video of my channel, but if you go to actually my main channel page and then in the search bar, type in handshake, you'll find some videos where I, I teach you how to do a seductive handshake. Question, I have a feeling that wearing a suit, say like in a shopping mall, attracts ladies. Is there some truth to this over wearing casual clothes? Yeah, I mean, if you're wearing a suit that fits you well, and that's a good suit, you're going to look good. But if you're not, you know, wearing anything that fits you well and looks good, it's, it's not going to be good. You don't have to wear a suit, but if you got one, go for it. Oh, Mike, you got a good first date. Congrats, man. And you didn't need to do coaching for it. Even though I know, I, I know you wanted to, how can you secure a second date? I would do that now. So I'd be texting her now and asking her on a second date. Having female friends worth it or no, I'd say net. It's not a net negative, but it's not much of a positive. I'm fresh out of grad school and got a job at a university First time in the real world, but how do I meet new people when I'm in that in the workforce, especially at a college that is a whole town? There's going to be places in your town to meet women that are not necessarily Colby, the uh, not necessarily going to be like the college people. You just got to do it. You got to dig, do a little research, talk to some people. They're out there. They're there. Honestly, the fact that you live in a college town is better than living in a small town. There's still way more options there. It'll be, it'll be weird if I go to the clubs and bars, but all those people are, there's gotta be bars and clubs for grad students. I mean, even grad students, like it's almost the same thing. Grad school is like the mature version of your undergrad years, right? So, or just do some day game, do some cold approaching during the day, get on the apps. All those are definitely great options. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up here. We did a solid hour here. I hope this helped. Hope the 11 commandments helped you. Like the video right now, 
If this helped you, if you found even just a little nugget of wisdom, smash the like button. Let's get those up. And uh, next week, same place, same time, new topic, 8 p.m. Central here on Monday. And in two Mondays from now, get ready. We're doing an entire new format for the live show. So you're going to be seeing me and some lovely guests on, and we're going to have some great conversation. I don't know where it's going to lead. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know I am super excited for it. You should be too. And it's a, it's a one of a kind live that I've ever done. Normally I know I talk to you, I give advice, but now we can, we can have some fun conversations and, and we can enjoy a new format and I think you're going to like it. So that's in two weeks from now, next week, I'll do one more of these and I appreciate all the thanks. You're welcome, Kobe. You're welcome, Will. You're welcome, Sarek. You're welcome, Juan. You're welcome, Sarek. You guys rock. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. Take care.